welcome to Her Journey Podcast, where we talk with incredible, talented, and powerful women about their experiences. My name is Aline, and I'm your host, and today I'm joined with Risha, the author of Truths and Tales of Twinkling Teens, and also the founder of her own blog, Straight From My Pen, all by the age of 13 which, by the way, is actually just incredibly impressive. And before we dive into all of that, I would love for you to just give a little bit more background about yourself. So, hi, everyone. I'm Risha. And as Eileen just said, I'm a teen author, blogger, and a literature advocate, and I'm from India. So my books are called Truths and Tales of Pinkling Tweens, and they're both available on Amazon and I'm also a literature advocate and have advocated for the love of reading among the youth on both national and international platforms. Awesome thank you yeah so um, I would love to honestly just get right into your background in writing because I know you are a published author and you run a blog and you're honestly doing so much at still a pretty young age so Um, Yeah, tell me a little bit about what sparked your interest in reading or writing and what experiences or people inspired this interest. So ever since my childhood, I've always loved reading. To to be honest, like I've literally spent my entire childhood with a nose in a novel. So I've loved reading and that is where my love from writing comes from. Because I believe that every writer is a reader first. So just, you know, reading just transports me into a whole new world and it and it just makes me happy. Mm-hmm. So from there began my love for births, words and literature. And in that, my mom played a huge role because she always made sure that I was always surrounded with books. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, when you're exposed to something at such a young age, like reading or writing, Even if you're exposed to it, it is still hard to find it something that you want to do, you know, for a really long time or just continue reading and spend your free time doing that. So I think it's amazing that um, you found something that you're really interested in at such a young age. But yeah, I think a lot of our generation or basically just young people today prefer a YouTube video or, um, you know, a show over reading. So Honestly, I think it's fabulous that you found such a strong interest in literature at such a young age. But, um, you know, I know that even when someone is interested in reading, they don't automatically decide to write a book or even two. So what exactly pushed you or inspired you to write and publish your own novels? Yeah, so one thing that I observed was that tweens which is like the age so between 9 to 12 were often kind of excluded from mainstream literature i mean you had books for kids and then you directly had young or uh, young adult or uh, novels so in between some somehow i didn't find novels that really you know spoke out to me and that really interested me mm-hmm. so as so there's this quote that says that write the book you want to read. So that's exactly what I did. Mm-hmm. So I so I couldn't find a book that really impressed me. So I wrote one. So that's how I kind of, you know, mm-hmm. got into it. And I'd always dreamt, like from the age of eight, I'd always dreamt 
of seeing my name on a published piece of no a uh, piece of work so mm-hmm. that dream plus you know this general observation got me working on my first novel mm-hmm. i think you never really know if you like something unless you try it so I always say, you know, if you like something, you should at least go for it or do something big with it and see what you like about it and if it's that something that you feel like you want to do more of in the future. But um in terms of your novels, I would love to know if there were any authors or books specifically who really inspired your work or in terms of authors, you know, pushed you towards making the type of content that you have in your novels. So two authors have really 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 impacted my writing one is John Green I John Green impacted me while I was writing Truce but as a kid Enid Blyton was like my go to novelist I mean I could spend my entire week just reading Enid Blyton so Enid Blyton and John Green are two authors who really really inspired me And I think something else is a lot of people yeah. you know they get involved in you know uh YouTube videos or Netflix or watching shows rather than getting into an author reading her work or his work um you know getting into a book series and so what do you think is something about you know reading and writing that you feel like is just um more interesting to you than you know watching a show or watching a video so i think the biggest difference is is that when you watching a show or a movie you're watching the story of that person playing but when you reading you get to be that person i mean as a reader you could travel the entire world just by sitting at home or and you could be anything that you want to be I mean you could be a wizard an astronaut anything that you want to be and yeah and but that's different when it comes to watching like series with this you're seeing somebody else's story but when you read it's your story you know if you that's what I'm trying to say mm-hmm. I think when you're reading you can really imagine yourself in the character's shoes which I think is really unique as opposed to a show or a movie but that's a definitely that's definitely a great way to put it um but yeah i'd love to talk a little bit about uh you know your balance between all the work that you do because i know at such a young age it's hard to stay motivated and do all of this uh work that you do so for example with school how did you have the time to write two novels and then get them published also run a blog and then also run a social media account for that blog at the same time like it's just really incredible because i know it can take a lot of motivation to do all at once yeah so like when i first started writing my first novel tales of twinkling twins i actually used free time i i thought in school like free periods or you know break to actually write stuff because tales actually started off as just accounts of what happened so it started as a journal so i would just write down things like you know f- funny things that happened in school that day or any fight took place or something like that mm-hmm. and then when i started working on cruise the initial part was very tough so that full day that school i used to return home at, home at 
then i had homework and studies then i also had to so right so those days i slept at like 12:31 and i woke up at 7 for school so that period was like really hectic but then quarantine came in so i had a ton of free time so i think quarantine has actually really helped me in that sense because i found myself with a lot of time to work on my writing now mm-hmm. quarantine has also given me a lot of time to uh really dig down and do things that i probably wouldn't have done before so i think um definitely something great to do is just take advantage of the time that you have now but yeah i mean it does still sound like a lot for um you know just any teen to do so i think it's great that you found the motivation to do all of this but um i know you talked a little bit about kind of the behind the scenes of your novels like you know writing down those examples from school just sitting down and brainstorming but i'd love to know more about what your process for writing is or what it normally looks like for you when you go about writing a novel yeah so the first thing that the fu- the funniest part is that ideas for my novels just come to me in the most it's unexpected of places i mean i thought the idea of cruise while watching the movie with my friends mm-hmm. so once i get the idea then i sit down to do a bit research on it i mean what kind of work is already out there what kind of work are the readers preferring like in the genre i'm writing then a month or two i i read what's related to that and then i start writing rashes so rashes are basically like small dialogues or small bits of bits and pieces of uh like scenes mm-hmm. so by small dialogues small conversations i start a, i start off by writing that then once i have a good deal of rashes rashes actually help me then plot out the story that if suppose we have an emotional uh conversation return written so then i try to find like you know an emotional scene to go with that and then a plot twist comes in as to how it happened so like my then the plot line just comes to being because i brainstorm that where and how these rashes can come to place then slowly slowly one by one the scenes develop and then i also like one thing that is an integral part of my writing process that me and my mom we sit down and then we discuss everything like what the characters are how can we improve and how the story should go on Mm-hmm. So with those brainstorming sessions, I get some more ideas, and then slowly, bit by bit, I start writing. Then once a rough draft is complete of the manuscript, then I set it aside for three weeks. Mm-hmm. Then I revisit it, do some final edits from my side, and then I send it out to, uh, yeah, and then I just send it out. That's kind of what the process looks like. Yeah, very cool. I think, you know, a lot of people don't really know the behind the scenes, so it's pretty interesting to see everyone's individual process because I know that can look pretty different for different authors. But um I think it's pretty hard to, you know, stay focused for so long and just write out an entire book with tons of um, you know, storylines, plots, plot twists and just, you know, just sit down and really brainstorm. and i know a lot of writers have challenges with things like writer's block or just getting stuck on what to write next in the plot so while writing any of your novels did you come across any of these types of challenges at times i mean 
yes i, I have but check that whenever i'm stuck somewhere and i i don't know how to take the story further i just go to my mom we sit down we discuss and then i don't know how she comes up with the most brilliant of ideas so all problems gone and one more part is that i tend to like my stories tend to be based on like real life experiences that actually happened to me or my friends mm-hmm. so i don't really have to plot or like brainstorm much on how it's going to like proceed for the thought it's already happened so yeah yeah definitely i think um you know it's it's definitely really important for you to be able to bounce back from challenges um but i think having a support system like you said you brainstorm with your family members i think it's really great to have second opinions to kind of help you through those challenges um but talking a little bit more about your specific novels truce and tales of twinkling teens i'd love to hear a little bit more about uh what exactly they're about and then maybe any themes that you were trying to portray with each of these novels yeah so tales of twinkling teens is basically all about the life of a tween so like ranging from topics like school to you know friends bullying it's just a t te- a tween's handbook through those years so it's like i have given my own personal advice on how to deal with like awkward situations and you know how yeah just how to deal with awkward situations what to do when like you know in situations with your friends so if you start somewhere and if you're confused the book will guide you through it and then i've also add some funny anecdotes that personally happened to me and to my friends and there are also like lots of exercises to keep the reader engaged so in short it's just like the tween's handbook through life mm-hmm. kind of then about truce truce is actually my first fiction novel and and it's the story of five strangers who become unlikely friends and then through that power of relationships and through finding the right people in their life they overcome the challenges that they have like each character starts off by having an issue in life like health issues or you know faith issues or family issues so at one point they all start at the bottom of their life and then they find each other they become friends and then through the power of relationships they overcome those challenges and through truce i aim to impart the message of hope and that there's always light at the end of the tunnel so it's all about hope and like self love and self discovery mm-hmm. yeah absolutely i think those themes are really important to have and especially to portray to younger people so i love that you're showing that through your work and I know you mentioned that uh, a lot of your novels are based on the experiences or stories that you and your friends have um you know grown up with or experienced yourselves. So what kind of these um you know what kind of these stories and experiences specifically influenced your plot or even the themes of your novels? So I think the friends actually help a lot in character building because a character is just a person in itself and just looking at my friends i find the perfect of character traits you know 
and like talking about the experiences that have influenced me it's uh like when i was in 8th grade uh when i was sorry when i, I was in 7th grade i went through a terrible friendship breakup so that was something that really really influenced me and that actually took the form of the story of part of my characters as well and then just you know it's more about the funny things that have happened to us like you know just normal school days and the funny things that happen mm-hmm. yeah you know taking your experiences and applying it to something like a novel is a really great way of you know just writing things out and seeing how things unfolded for you and maybe just experimenting with the endings a little bit i think that's a lot of the creative process in general so i think it's really great that your novels come from your own personal experiences and you know your relationship with your friends, your friends. i think that just makes your novels all more um you know down to earth and realistic in a sense but uh yeah i mean in addition to all of this, would you say that um, this was something you more wanted to accomplish on your own, publishing novels? Or And I know that you had a lot of support from your friends and your family, um, but do you feel like a lot of your um, publishing, a lot of your writing process has been influenced by the support that you've had along the way? definitely because i remember at times i that i mean being a teen author is not easy at all i mean i go through several rejections every day with people not telling with people telling me that my story is not good enough to be featured or that i'm too young to write so at such things earlier used to impact me a lot now also they do but to a lesser extent so when i'm when i feel demotivated or you know just like i can't do this anymore my family plays a huge deal in like motivating me and i i feel that if i didn't have the support that i thought i probably would have left right in like years ago i would not have even written truth mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah Absolutely. I think it is a lot of pressure when you're young, especially because, you know, you're kind of new to everything. Um, As a writer, there's just a lot of rejection involved in general. And, you know, there will be challenges, there will be times when people say no to your work or, um, you know, just come across any of those similar obstacles. So I feel like in any case, even if you're not a writer, a support system is always incredibly important to have. And um, as you mentioned, you know, you were a new and aspiring writer and you were kind of new to the process and it was helpful to have family members who could kind of help you and uh, guide you along the way. So other than, you know, the support system that you had, were there any specific resources that helped you a lot um, that you feel like might uh, help other aspiring writers as well? Well, I feel uh, there there aren't really any because again that is something that I struggle with is to find a mentor. I mean, as a teen author, I was really young and very new to the industry. I didn't know the know hows and how to go forward with it. 
So there aren't really like, you know, resources as such. But then that is one more reason I try to help as many teen authors as I can because I know how the struggle that teen authors go through when you feel helpless because you don't know what to do next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that when you're an author, it's really important to have hands-on experience and have mentors who will guide you. Like you said, a support system is really helpful. So I think maybe, um, you know, being an author, being a writer is one of those fields where it's more important to have people who can kind of guide guide you hands-on. Um, so yeah, absolutely. And I think it's great that you want to kind of help mentor any new aspiring writers as well and kind of help them out through that same journey. I think that's definitely something um, that is really important to think about as an author, just because, you know, you're creating kind of a community of authors. I think there is a community of writers who, you know, should help each other out and should kind of guide each other along the process. But yeah, I wanted to switch gears a little bit um, and kind of hear a little bit more about your blog and what you typically cover and write about maybe some projects that you've worked on, uh, on your social media for your blog, um, even the impact you've made so far with it all. So with my blog straight from my pen, mostly it started off as an activism blog where I covered, you know, topics not generally talked about. But then in India, the coronavirus pandemic took like like a plunge for the worst and things got really, really bad. So then I decided to switch theirs and I decided to work on motivating people, like, you know, on positivity. So then I switched to being a positivity blog. Now I spread positivity positivity through stories. So I run a series on what went right this week. So I cover all the good news and the good things that happened worldwide in that week. Then I run, uh, then I review books which have personally impacted me and and then I also feature small businesses who are struggling to find a platform for themselves. Yeah, that's kind of all I do. So I try to spread positivity while empowering the youth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think that's a great mission to have. I think it's especially great, like like you said, Um, you know, shifting the focus to something that is really important in current times. And I love that you're, you know, using your platform to kind of give hope in this time. And I think that's really important, especially when, you know, things aren't great or things aren't, um, you know, the way you expect them to turn out. So I think that's amazing that you're running this incredible blog and just providing hope and empowering people during a time that can be pretty hopeless for a lot of people. Um, But did the blog come after or before you wrote your novels? It came after, like way after. Mm -hmm. So do you think that uh, writing your novels kind of influenced you to start your blog? Well, I actually started off writing with like blogging on Facebook. So I had a Facebook page on which I blogged regularly. Then I switched to write novels. Then, yeah, then I always wanted to re, 
reinstate that blogging that love for blogging myself so then last year i found it i had a great deal of time left apart from like my work so then i that time i decided to start working on blogging again mm-hmm. yeah that's yeah. awesome and uh talking more a little bit about your entire writing career in general because obviously you have this amazing blog you have these published authors and you're still so so young so obviously you're gonna get a lot of um you know great support great recognition and i heard that you were invited to speak at india's largest literary meet which is incredibly impressive so um can you tell me a little bit about that experience and maybe some highlights maybe what you spoke about yes I was invited to speak at the Indore Literature Festival, which is one of Indi- India's biggest literary meet. So, like many actors, like you know, national actors and writers come in. So, I my uh, session was like about se- uh, about self published authors. So, I I thought about my journey of being the teen self published author. and you know what inspires me what my puts about just you know yeah mm-hmm. and that experience was like actually really really great it was my first time addressing such a large audience mm-hmm. and yeah it was an uh, amazing experience sounds like it would be a really great experience and um you know as a child it's it's not every day that you go up to a huge audience and you speak about being a published author so were you nervous to be up there and just you know being invited to such a big event i was very nervous i mean i remember i almost cried before i went on stage but i was so nervous but then my my mom and my dad calmed me down like okay you can do it i mean yeah they tried to console me but i was just like really nervous then once i got talking then that nervousness just faded away and then then it all was a breeze mm-hmm. right again just another example of how important it is to have a support system but yeah i think especially with something that big it's totally normal to be nervous it um i would definitely be nervous if i was in your shoes but yeah i guess i guess my question for you is is writing something that you feel like you want to pursue in the future as a career like just you know being an author and just continuing to write novels i i actually do want to be a journalist as much because i i love politics and international relations and stuff and i feel that journalism would help me to combine both my love for politics and my love for writing into one mm-hmm. but i but i do also aim to keep working on my novels also mm-hmm. yeah. yeah amazing and are you working on any new novels or projects right now that you'd like to share about i am i'm working on a third novel mm-hmm. it's it's about like it's high school centric and it's uh, yeah it's just high it's about you know when you're into ninth grade and it's high school for the first time when it hits you i mean middle school and elementary school were a breeze i mean but then you come to high school it's just this new environment in itself mm-hmm. and your friends change a lot your relationships change a lot so it's all about i'm aiming to make 
it a light-hearted, funny novel instead of like a heavy one. Mm-hmm. But it's all about like high school, right? Yeah, I think that's that's definitely a great topic to cover. I love that you're covering these topics, um, you know, kind of as you experience them, because I think it's really great to kind of hear from a pr- perspective of you know firsthand experience. So I love that, and um, kind of talking a little bit more about your life in general. I'd love to know, and this can be in writing, but it can be in your work. It could be really in anything, maybe even struggles you've come across um, writing this novel that you're working on right now. But in your life, what would you say is, you know, the biggest struggle or one of the biggest struggles that you've been able to overcome? Or it can be, you know, a failure that you've bounced back from. One failure was that when tales first came out it didn't only really get the response i hoped i would because i was young i thought that okay i'll i'll write this i'll publish this and then i'll become the next chetty rolling so i thought that but nothing of that sort happened mm-hmm. so i struggled with like selling copies to get people to believe in my worth you know so at that time i felt really low because i thought that i've spent 10 months of my life working on this and now people aren't even acknowledging or appreciating it mm-hmm. so that is when my mom told me that you write for yourself i mean right. you're not writing for the world not for your friends not for us but for you and you write to please yourself if you're happy with what you do let the who says what the world has to say mm-hmm. so that is something that then i again gained confidence that okay let me try once more and let me write a, another novel and who knows maybe this time it would be different and thank god it was <laughs> yeah right i mean yeah i love the way you put that that you're writing for yourself you're not really writing for anyone else or writing to impress anyone else you're kind of writing so that you can you know come across those uh favorite experiences those um you know those important parts that you really love about writing and just really enjoy what you do and the work that you make and not so that you can you know make anyone else proud because i know that's that's something that is an issue in today's society you know feeling pressured to do something just because you want to impress someone else mm-hmm. or um you know kind of live up to certain expectations but yeah i mean like you said before it's all about the experiences and the memories you make while writing mm-hmm. and just um really enjoying the work that you do for yourself so kind of in this sense do you have any favorite experiences related to your work or writing that um you know have been really memorable or just made a really big impact on your life or on your mindset i do i remember when the first time i held tales in my hand and it looked at my name on that cover i just felt i mean that's an indescribable indescribable feeling i mean just holding your book for the first time that's just a wonderful experience so that was something that really is very close to my heart and then the second was when I was at Indore Literature Festival. This young girl, she, she came up to me and she's like, "That I love your writing. 
and I want to be you one day. And then she asked me for my autograph and I was like, oh my God, what just happened? But this, it just felt like, okay, maybe for the first time, I felt like my writing has made an impact on somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so those are two experiences that I hold very close to my heart. Right. Yeah, I think it's always just a really exciting thing when um, you see your impact being made or you see, you know, your work really impacting someone else's life. Um, and I, I think that's amazing that you were able to see that, you know, one on one. And on this positive note, I think it would honestly be such a great place to close off uh, as I ask you for maybe any advice you have for aspiring young writers like yourself. I have three pieces of advice, to be honest. Mm -hmm. One is to read. Because just read. You can't be a writer if you are not a reader. So keep reading. Second one is to keep writing. I mean, I know it may sound obvious that to be a writer, you need to write. But write every day even when you're feeling dull write because and i mean anything is better than a blank piece of paper so keep writing keep reading and third is don't give up i mean people will say a lot of things to you and they will try to pull you down but believe in yourself and in your writing because if you believe in yourself whatever anybody has to say won't matter at all so keep reading and writing and believe in yourself and in your work mm-hmm. yeah, yeah absolutely that's amazing advice and i'm really glad we could close off on that positive note but yeah thank you so much for just coming on to speak today um do you have any platforms you wanted to shout out before we end so i'm on instagram linden and on twitter and both my books are available on Amazon in both paperback and Kindle format. So please go do check them out. And yes. All right. That's all. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much again for just uh, coming on and being a guest today and having this conversation with me. I'd, I'd also like to thank you very, very much for this opportunity. I mean, thank you. Let's like, seriously. <laughs>